Things are heating up in the NBA. The standings are all extremely close. Uh, you have teams that are, haven't really been able to separate themselves from the crowd, even though you have teams like Brooklyn and Boston that are just hot and riding waves. But one of the biggest and most fun times as a basketball fan is the trade deadline. And we're exactly 30 days away from the trade deadline. We're going to talk about some players that could be moved and then what teams are kind of one move away from really being a true championship contender. We're going to do all that and more on today's NBA Central. Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. All right, basketball fans. So we're in the thick of it right now. And so we are sitting at a place right now during the NBA season where uh, you're about to start hear, hearing trade rumors. is about to start ramping up, contract extension, things like that. Uh, players that are unhappy and whatever else is going on. We have already the Raptors who, it seemed like at one point, a lot of teams were waiting to see what the Raptors were going to decide to do. Were they going to decide to break up that core that kind of, you know, need some more spacing and things like that, where it seems like it's not likely. A report came out now that the Raptors are not likely for a major sell-off at the trade deadline this year. And that was, I do think some teams were hoping for that. Considering the Raptors could get absolutely huge hauls for OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam to really kind of retool that team as a whole, doesn't seem like that's going to be happening. So uh, it looks like Gary Trent Jr. is available out on the trade market, but that's really about it, it seems like, for them. Um, also looks like Fred Van Fleet turned down a contract extension, a $114 million contract extension that the Toronto Raptors offered him before the season started. And so what does that mean? Do they look to possibly move on from him? Not necessarily saying that they're actively shopping him, but are they? would they be open to deals now with that report coming out? Is it going to be more teams calling, maybe brought Fran Van Fleet to see, engage what that interest is considering they weren't able to lock him in as a, at, for an extension and they could look to take advantage and move and get some assets back rather than lose him outright and for nothing. Now, that comes along other teams turning down. I mean, other players reportedly turning down contract extensions as well. Jordan Clarkson, who we heard that the Utah Jazz were open to communicating a contract extension with, seems like he turned down a contract extension offer from the Utah Jazz. And so the Jazz were trying to sign Jordan Clarkson into a long-term deal. He's having a great season right now. 20 points per game, 4.5 assists, 3.9 rebounds. And the Utah Jazz, they've kind of come back down to earth as far as the standing-wise, at one time being like the top team in the Western Conference for like a week or something like that, very short amount of time. But, you know, they seem to be coming back down to earth. And now a lot of teams are also looking at them and saying, all right, could they be one of the teams that uh, look to make some moves, look to take advantage of some of these expiring contracts, considering that right now, um, the Utah Jazz do sit even out of the plan. They're 20 and 23 after at one point being in the top of the Eastern Con of the Western Conference route right now are even below the Lakers and would not even make the plan. So do the Utah Jazz look to do some things and maybe go back to what a lot of people were expecting them to be coming into the season? And that is a team that tries to take to get into the victor when beyond the sweepstakes. Now, one could say that they've maybe already won too many games uh, to do that, so they may look to do a trade that, you know, they get some assets back in, but maybe don't get as bad as maybe what we we may think they're doing. Seems like they're going to be also trying to lock in Laurie Marketing and, and things like that. So we'll see what the Utah Jazz are one of the more interesting teams as well to just see what's going to happen with them. Miles Turner, another player that seemed to turn down a contractor that's been reported he turned down a contract extension offer from the Indiana Pacers. So what does that mean for their future? Do they, as rumored, seems like Miles Turner has been on the trade block now for like two or three years in a row and, and he did, did not get moved. But considering bringing in Halliburton and how that team has looked improved 
uh, this season. And right now, they're the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, it made sense that they would consider and try to offer a Miles Turner contract extension, but it seems like he's going to turn that down. And so does that mean that now they're going to pivot back to the trade block? Um, and listen to trades for Miles Turner. Do they feel confident that maybe something could be worked out in the offseason? Again, if you're a team that's trying to improve your stock, and right now you sit as the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, we'll see if they stick in that spot as teams are starting to play better, my Bulls being one of them. Uh, but if they stay in that spot, but you now look at the Indiana Pacers, uh, maybe being a team that goes back and revisit some of those trades for Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, players that we kind of already expected to be moved once the season started. So, you know, that's kind of some of the, the player things that you could watch. There are always teams that are a threat to, to blow it up or, or, or do something drastic considering uh, the Washington Wizards. They could do some some things. Uh, I don't think the Orlando Magic are a threat to really make any trades, especially leading in um, to this offseason. They do have, you know, they have a lot of depth at some positions, but they, you can't play them all. Uh, Mo Bamba is a, is a player there that could be looked to move since he's just fallen out of their rotation as well. Um, so a lot of teams that could potentially look. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, what are they going to do, right? That they, they don't own their own first-round pick outright. Um, they do not right now sit as the 10th seed, so they'd be in the play-in tournament. But do the Pacers look to make a move at the trade deadline? As good as Jeremy Grant has looked for them, uh, Dame time when Dame is still on has been great. Anthony Simons has still been playing for them. Do they look to maybe make a smaller move to add to that core so they can increase where they are right now and then try to move on as well? So, a lot of teams like that, a lot of little bit of, thing, of, thing, uh, of teams with uh, stuff with teams like that. But I want to focus towards the end of this video on teams that I think could very well be buyers at this trade deadline to improve their team, right? To get closer to being a true contender. And the first one that I want to mention is this is the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that I was completely wrong on coming into the season. I didn't see working for Donovan Mitchell and, and Darius Garland in that backcourt, but they have worked that out. I was they've been proving me wrong. The, the team at times has looked like one of the best teams. In the NBA, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. They sit at 26-15 and 15 on the season, and they'd right now be the fourth seed in the NBA. But Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee all have looked way more dangerous than them. Do the Cleveland Cavaliers look to move some things? There were some reports that Karis LeVert could be moved by the trade deadline. Isaac Okoro, a player that also could get them, probably not something major back, but is a trade chip that they could use. Do the Cleveland Cavaliers look to increase where they could as far as farther as they can go of taking advantage of some of these teams on the back end that have some talent but may look to go ahead and blow it up things like that the next one i want to bring up is the new orleans pelicans at one point i did say that the pelicans were kind of my sleeper to make the western conference finals and it's not a sleeper anymore right now they sit at 24 and 16 on the season they've lost their last two but they're six and four in their last 10 this could be a team that could look to make a trade a minor trade as well doing taking advantage of some things to kind of increase where they are it, it, it may come down to them uh the, the Memphis Grizzlies the different Nuggets I just I listen I love Jokic I love that roster construction but some it just seems sometimes like they just like even though they're the number one seed like isn't does anybody pick them to make it to the finals I don't know it still just seems like a thing to me but we could look and the Pelicans could also be a team that doesn't look to do anything they are sometimes like one of those teams that you can look at and see do if just with a couple of pieces developing they can definitely be more of a finals contender next team up that i'm bringing up the philadelphia 76ers what what do the sixers are, what are they going to do um you know looking bad to kind of start the season off or kind of off not what we expected uh improving joel even though joel Embiid's kind of been in and out of that that, that rotation they're seven and three in their last 10 as well they're 24 and 15 in the season they're the fifth seed right now in the eastern conference could they look to do something some of their offseason moves haven't had quite the impact 
that I think that they would have hoped that it would. James Harden, even though he looks really good at times, and uh, not the James Harden of old, but he still looks like, and you can see that he's going to be that player um, this season that carries them to some wins. But the, always the thing with James Harden, it's difficult to bet on him in the playoffs, in my opinion. So could the Philadelphia 76ers be looking to, to be buyers as well at that trade deadline? Next one up is the Dallas Mavericks. The fourth seed right now in the Western Conference is great as Luka has been. And they're 8-10, and 10, I mean 8-2 in their last 10. Still a team that Luka needs more help at times. And we have a whole video on that on, you know, why the Dallas Mavericks haven't gotten uh, Luka more help. But they are a team that I think could be looking to be buyers at that trade deadline to just improve the roster overall. I'm going to also piggyback off that. Kind of the same thing that I can say with the Los Angeles Clippers. Have a video again on, on this on the channel. The Clippers are the team right now that I think if you can guarantee health, they're definitely going to be a finals contender, but they could look to add some talent to the team. They're 21 and 21 on the season. It's so only a 500 team, three and seven in their last 10. But the flashes that we've seen when Kawhi's healthy and going and, and, and Paul George there and Zubak, just how the, like they've kind of balanced that roster out and the defense that they're able to play with at times as well. Definitely looking at the Los Angeles Clippers as well as a team that could look to be buyers at that trade deadline. And then la lastly, the Phoenix Suns. And I really put them on the list because they can do anything. You know, the still rumors that they're, they're not necessarily completely sold on the future of DeAndre Ayton on that team. Could they look to do something with him? I doubt it in my opinion, but I do think that this is a time that uh, a team that could look to add some things. And, uh, you know, Chris Paul hasn't been what he was when he initially came to this roster. Still been pretty good, but there's enough red flags there that exist that the, that the Clippers could be uh, looking, I'm sorry, the Suns could be looking to maybe just add a little bit more to this roster, kind of just make it more firm what they can do in this offseason. Right now, the Suns, they sit as the eighth seed in that play-in tournament. They're one and nine in their last 10 after being one of the hottest teams in the NBA at one point. How does that now factor in as we are a month away from the trade deadline? But that's all the teams that I had mentioned. Any other teams that you guys think, make sure you sound off on that down below. This is going to be an interesting trade deadline for the NBA as a whole because as tight as everything is in the NBA, all it takes is one team to make a move, and then you see the other teams kind of around them in that in those standings may start trying to look and make smaller moves as well to add to the roster. So don't be surprised if one deal kind of sets this whole trade deadline in motion, and then we get a string of deals with teams kind of, kind of trying to jockey for that position. But let me know everything you guys think down below. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can send any feedback to the show or any questions or anything. The email is nbacentralshow at gmail.com. But that's it for us for today. Make sure you follow and hit the subscribe button. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media.